Hello. Hi. Welcome to Literature, where we drink wine, partake in substances, and talk about our favorite and least favorite books. A little bit <laughs> of both. Today's a favorite. Give opinions um, on what we're reading. And today, we are very, very excited to talk about From Blood and Ash. Oh, I'm Mel. Oh, I'm Sam. You can tell I don't usually do the intro. Um, yeah, so we're talking about From Blood and Ash, and we're really excited to talk about it because book four is coming out, I think, on the 15th. We're talking about the whole series, the by whole the way. Series. So, spoiler alert for all of the first three books. Yes. So, just maybe skip this until you're done with the first three, which, if you're not, hurry up, because book it four is coming. took me, like, three days, so you yes. can do it. Yeah. Um, also, as a disclaimer, um, I read this a couple weeks ago maybe a few weeks ago at this point and I read a lot I was gonna say that's a lot of books ago for <laughs> that's a lot no. of books ago um and Sam just finished the series so she's gonna be leading the charge with plot and re- like jogging my memory with a lot of things we thought like fuck it it'll be kind of funny if I don't remember things um because if you've read this you know that there's a fucking lot going on i thought too like the idea of a little bit refreshing the plot and maybe summarizing things a little bit more than we usually do kind of could be great with the next one coming out because it it has a lot of information so if you want a refresher before the fourth we're kind of gonna give it we wanted to try to get this out before then for that reason yeah so i'm gonna take a sip ski the books are drinking some rosé by the way today if you wanted to know drink along with us really good rosé it was a gift uh it was fantastic um, the books are from From Blood and Ash, Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, and The Crown of Gilded Bones, all by Jennifer L. Armentrout. Good. I, was, I didn't really think about how to pronounce that last name. I didn't think about it either, so I hope it was right, but it looks right. <laughs> I support it. We start off, as with all fantasy series, like we're really establishing the world, uh, but I will say what's differs with this one is I feel like you establish the world for all three books even more in the third book than you do in the first two well I think it's kind of flipped because of Poppy not really knowing what the fuck is going on there's just so many reveals right and she's so sheltered at the beginning so like her reality is maybe not what it actually is Um, but I remember that it opens at the tavern yes yes and she gets sent upstairs. She's sent upstairs by what she thinks might be a seer who's helping her escape from being seen because, as we all know, she's the maiden. She's not allowed to be seen. Yes. She's being kept under watch. Oppressed. Um, by the rulers of Solus, the Ascended. And, yeah, very oppressed. So she snuck out. She sneaks up to the hotel room and – or the room in the inn or whatever. And Mr. Hawk Flynn is there. Oh, Yes and they kiss yeah they have a little steamy makeout sesh and it's her first kiss ever she thinks he has no idea who she is um and i I, what i loved about this book is like it is go 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 off the bat yeah like there is explanation throughout but you don't you don't wait a long time to jump in like immediately i was like i'm hooked on this romance like i need this to happen what's going on loved that Uh, oh i a funny point so uh, I'm usually pretty good about staying away from spoilers, and I wasn't spoiled on the series, but I knew that there was somebody named Castile that people talked about just from some of the, like, 
I get TikToks that are like, based on your Zodiac, who is your book boyfriend? And so I knew that Castile was somebody that people talked about. And so at this point, I was like, you know, when his name was Hawk, I, I you know, I didn't think much of it because I was like, oh, this isn't the, the person. Yes. And Which is kind of fun. We just had right. sort of different reactions because of that. He, We find out pretty quickly Hawk Flynn joins her royal personal guard becomes one of her main personal guards and one of my first notes was something's up this man has too much personality for a guard but Mm -hmm. also I love him yes because it was it was suspicious how he got chosen oh I remember now he can compel people isn't that yeah oh wait I I never thought about that about how he got the job yes I remember him saying that Oh my god, Mel, you just opened something up in my brain because I was like... How did he get... Yeah. I was kind of fixated on how there's... We sort of learned that Jansen may have helped him in, but I was still not sold on how the fuck he got to where he was. Like I said, great character. And I also said to Mel, like, he's clearly for lack of a better way to say it, like corrupting her and there's something suspicious about him. But the whole world she lives in is so awful and oppressive that you're still rooting for him even if you think he's a bad guy. Or for me, I was. Yep. I was like, I don't care if this man's bad. Like, take her away from there. (laughs) Yeah, give her a shot at least. I have a quote that of like one of their early encounters. Okay. Actually, I don't know how early it is, but she's just saying that she feels guilty. And he's like, you're a perfectly normal girl. What's expected? what's expected of you is bad and mm-hmm. I just feel like that it was like so sweet for him to kind of because she's constantly worried about the fact that you know she's the maiden right she's but not she, worried in the sense that she wants to do it all but yeah well she is and we also find out that she's like a little rebellious at the beginning because I mean yeah. I use rebellious lightly because she's not doing anything she's not supposed but based off of their rules but she is helping with people's pain like helping them kind of die peacefully she, so when the craven come to town which the craven are basically like nearly like fully drained mortals who um didn't descend half turned uh although we don't know that at the beginning like mm. the town of solace has no idea who the craven are yeah. they just know that they come and they attack but we do learn that the ascended sort of uses them as a weapon to like make People think that the gods are disproving, and if the gods disprove, they'll send the craven. Anyway, so whenever there's a craven attack, her and her main personal guard, Victor, uh, who we love, just seems like a sweet man. He makes some questionable choices at times, but doing his best. He taught her to fight, too, which is cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, And she carries the dagger with her the whole series, which is just a special thing. Uh, but he takes her to see the victims and so she can ease their pain while they essentially have to die. I thought that was a really cool power also. Just even yes. at this stage when it, you know, obviously develops. Well, but... in the first book, I was like, I never want to hear another fucking person describe themselves as an empath unless they can literally do yes. this. I don't want it. I don't need it. I like already, I love that. Unless you're Poppy, you're not allowed to say that you are an empath. Right. Uh, I just thought it was creative. I liked it. I like how she can like it's like her conjuring up her happy memories yes, and passing and them. sharing it. Yeah. Really beautiful. The whole first book I was waiting for the other shoe to drop with Hawk, even mm-hmm. though I was rooting for it. There's the scene on the bridge, right? Uh, 
Where she's like fighting off the craven. Yes. He finds her fighting off the craven. He doesn't tell anyone. Right. This is where we're like, we don't know who he is, but I kind of support it because he doesn't tell her not to. In fact, I believe that's one of the many times he says he's turned on by it. I'm not totally (laughs) sure, but it becomes hot and steamy. And also, I just love that she can defend herself. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. Yes. And we love these guys in, in a lot of more modern books that are supporting the choice for the women to be on the front lines as opposed to you know protecting them and hiding them away yeah no spoilers somebody from another series if you know you know Uh uh-huh uh-huh so that scene kind of happens they start to develop a more personal relationship now that he knows these things about her knows that she's sneaking off and on the night of the right the right is when the second and third sons children of mortals are given to the Ascended uh, because they are to serve the gods. Heavy quotations there because we come to find out that they uh, are just devouring. They ain't serving. Nope. They're They're being serving dinner. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. They're being served. Yeah, they are being served. Um, Very sad. But the rite is a big celebration. And Hawk and Poppy are in the garden. And the dissenters, who are against the kingdom that rules Solus, the blood crown, stage a whole riot, essentially. They've mm-hmm. killed the duke. Thank God, that fucking asshole. Um, they've hung him up in the ballroom. Yeah, first, let's just, like, the he's terrible. I fucking Awful. hated that guy, first well, of all. But also, before the dissenters come in, I, I liked how... Um, this night and then like other nights how um, we got like little tidbits like Castile could see in the dark and it's like do you know what I mean yes (laughs) it's just enough that you're like that there's something not right there what's going on what's going on and yes I'm skipping over some major plot points in the first like Ryland dying and stuff but yeah I don't think that those are they become less significant as you get through the whole thing totally uh but yeah the duke is dead thank god he abuses her he allows people to touch her even though they keep her as the maiden it's so gross all of it's gross and poppy ends up locked in the room with the duchess and tawny her best friend and victor this is when victor dies yeah which is sad really sad but um but poppy goes crazy and murders the lord Mm-hmm. that lord mazine i think also sucks. and slices him to shreds and i will say i'm not usually one for gore at all but but i i kind of loved it in this book i didn't oh, yeah. hate it at all yeah i don't know if it was the female spin on it i don't know if it was the female spin or maybe it was just written well i don't know but i, I agree it was it was like felt way cooler in moments as opposed to like gratuitous yeah so he's dead hawk comes in right at the end which where has he been Uh uh-huh and he's like you have to come with us we're getting you out of here anyway we figure out that hawk had been planning to capture her that night anyway because it is revealed that wait they fuck first oh yeah they fuck first yes they they fuck before they reveal (laughs) right which is controversial how do you feel about it um I'm torn because I wanted it to happen so bad because also when they're like when they're on the trail 
the scene where they're sleeping in, on the ground or in a sleeping bag. <gasps> oh, wait, we, we you know I skipped one. over that. I was reading that at work, you guys. And the sexual tension. I was like, oh, no, this is not appropriate for work, but I can't stop it. That scene yeah. is so good. And I love how it's, it's like slowly kind of peeling away the repressed sexuality that she's been forced to have. Um, she's making little discoveries yes she's making discoveries and making decisions to take back things to keep for her own um so i loved that and so i really wanted to happen and of course when it happens we don't know yet that i mean we like we're suspicious but um and and like in hindsight he you know he did mean everything he said to her it's just she didn't yeah it's not i guess it's not great (laughs) It's tough because it was good. I wanted it for her because I know that she wanted it, and mm-hmm. it, she didn't but, want them to take her, like her right. virginity or whatever. But it does kind of suck because it didn't make it not a full choice. Mm-hmm. Like it was a choice, but not one with all the knowledge. Informed. I don't know. I will say okay. I had a, a minute where, like I said, even though I was rooting for Castile, so much especially at the beginning i wasn't 100 percent sure about the relationship for basically the rest of the first book mm-hmm. um fun snippet the book that comes up in every single one the sex book oh the the diary the sex diary yes yes she comes back the author of that comes in later but i just love that he taunts her with that the whole time mm-hmm. but also like i feel like mel and i have talked about how great some of the sexual exploration is in these books and how that can be kind of a safe outlet for female sexuality and I thought it was kind of fun that the journal also became that for Poppy yeah yeah which she gets get caught with it and then he takes it for her Mm -hmm. and it's like the only thing that travels with them along with the dagger yeah dagger and smut so once he reveals himself she tries to kill him. Reasonably so. Yeah, I mean, super reasonable. All of a sudden, we discover that she's also part Atlantean, possibly, even though, you know. He because he feeds her? off her, and he's like, you blood tastes Atlantean. Then they have sex again. They like have sex the again during the feeding, and it's hot. hot. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is kind of where we find out. This isn't kind of. This is where we find out that feeding is sexual really in this world for the most part yeah i would say for the most part (laughs) i would say well i think later like i think later kieran or somebody says that it's some people feed from the wrist yeah so it doesn't have to be so sexual but but anyway anyway (laughs) yeah so they have sex again in she the tries to lust. run away she like tries to be dumb and run yeah. away a couple times that maybe because be because she's toying in this great way with exactly what i was saying this man might be kind of abusive and manipulative and what do i know is true but also she's in love with him mm-hmm. so she's trying to remove herself from him in all of these ways so that she like can't acknowledge the love yeah. basically like that she knows the more time she spends with him and it just turns out that that's like a death mission so right. he won't let her do he that. won't let her do it and originally his plan was to ransom her for his brother prince malik who or malik sorry yeah, i think is how I you say it. i don't know malik. prince malik m-a-l-i-k different from malik zach malik yeah zane <laughs> zach malik zane malik 
Yes, but like the Zach, other one, our is... favorite One Direction member, Zach Malik. <laughs> but the other guy is named Malek, so I feel like I have to call him Malik. Yeah, let's do them. Let's go with Malik. So Prince Malik is Castile's brother. He's been taken uh, by the Ascended because the way that you make them, make new ones, you need Atlantean blood. That's how you make Ascended. So they needed him, so they took him. Castile had previously been held hostage by them for years before he released himself. So all along, he had planned to take Poppy. He had planned this when he went to the Royal Guard. He planned to ransom her for his brother, but he fell in love. (sighs) Caught slipping. Yeah, man. Don't let those feelings catch you. Slip and slide right in the... (laughs) Huh? Huh? You know. Yeah. So the end of the book... Cass has realized his plans have to change because he's in love. So he proposes, question mark, marriage. This is a cliffhanger. I have a question. Once he had revealed the full status of the world, were you waiting for her to forgive him? Because I feel like I was waiting a little longer to forgive him than she did. Just a little bit. Like, it wasn't excessive. Like it took you longer but... to forgive him than she did? No. I no. I feel like I forgave him more than... I feel like... But I, I understand that she was so brainwashed. I forgave him more quickly as well. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out he likes an angry woman, though. It turns him on. Yeah, I think I forgave him quicker. I, But I got why it took her as long as it did. I just... I was quicker to forgiveness. Right. But you know what? There was a really powerful quote. I don't know if I wrote it down. When I believe it's later on, someone asks her how she's managed to forgive him. And she says that understanding and acceptance is far more important than forgiveness. Yeah, I remember that. Which I just thought was a really, really good quote in general. That is a good quote. And I also felt that with him. You can acknowledge what he did is fucked up, but like you can also acknowledge all of the great that it's going to bring her. And understanding why in his position with his brother. Why he had to do it. Why he was desperate. Yeah, but it did take her some sweet ass time. Mm -hmm. I think it's because she was toying with the fact she didn't believe that he liked her mm-hmm. she assumed along with lying he was lying about his feelings right i think she didn't want to be vulnerable and forgive him if he didn't love her yeah so the that's the cliffhanger of book, book one so that was from blood and ash kind of with spoilers all around so book two we had into it picks up what's interesting about these books is they pick up on this sentence on the sentence i liked it I loved Kept it. Kept it moving. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? I'm not marrying you. But we come to learn that the marriage is a ploy. They will go and try and strike a deal, essentially, for both of their brothers with the Ascended in Solace and the Blood Crown. Poppy agrees because she thinks they think that there's no other way to get the Atlanteans to like her because she was the maiden yeah. unless she's married to him. And they think that there's no way to get the people of Solace to believe that the Atlanteans aren't bad unless she's married to him. Because Yeah, I was skeptical at first, but it turns out it was like It a, was a necessary, a necessary I was skeptical at too. The only thing I bought was that the mortals wouldn't they think the Atlantean kiss or whatever is deathly. So mm-hmm. I got that the mortals maybe needed to see that. Oh yes, yes. That was a very smart component of it. Right. It was smart that they needed to prove to the people, they will need to prove to the people solace. Also, I think everyone knows this, Ascended are Vampiri, which, okay, we have to talk about Vampire, this. Vampiri, Vampiri, Vampires. Vampires is vampires. what the fuck they are. Oh, um, yes. 
Well, so it was really funny because when I read the book, I came in knowing nothing other than the fact that it was a fantasy novel and it was very popular, um, or fantasy series rather. So when I got to the end and found out that they were vampires, essentially, I was shocked. I mean, I love vampires, but I I was just thought it was hilarious that I got like kind of bamboozled into reading a vampire book. Um, I just didn't see it coming at all. No, I didn't either. And it, I mean, I guess in hindsight, it was called From Blood and Ash, but... Yeah, but I the so many of the reveals in this book, I just had no, no idea. idea were coming. I could not have told you the in- Ascended were vampire. I had no idea I was reading a vampire book where even the Atlanteans are like kind of vampires. Right, I just thought it was some weird cult shit. Yes. And just, I, I was I was thinking more like, game of thrones esque like not that but like i just didn't anticipate vampires right fairies i I don't know i don't know why yeah wolves and vampires which also the wolven really cool but again just i was thrown i was thrown but that was kind of fun because it put together all these puzzle pieces where you're like that's what the ascended are because the whole first book you're like what the fuck is going on right what's gonna happen i I thought maybe she was just like gonna be slaughtered <laughs> like I didn't right, I, I didn't know right. why they were controlling Which her so much they then reveal that they think they're gonna make more vampires or vampires I don't know sure. with Poppy except for that doesn't end up being the purpose of her being the maiden but that's what Castile and the Atlanteans think uh the second book they've kind of agreed to the marriage they're trying to get people's approval Alistair comes in I was not I was suspicious from him from the start. I know. I just too good to be true. He was too nice and his daughter was it daughter or niece was gonna marry Cass I just No, so I his was daughter was gonna marry Cass, but his daughter betrayed Cass. But he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. But right. still. So then he was like, You know what, Cass, will you marry my niece? Oh yeah. I didn't like that at all. Fucking weird. Didn't like that. Mm-mm. And Poppy's like, that's weird, right? That's weird. That's suspicious. That's suspicious. That's, that's weird. weird. <laughs> and it was. He was sus off the start, but I guess it did help her really realize that it was her choice to stay with Cass because he was like, I'll take you away. And she was said mm-hmm. she didn't want to be. Yeah. And that's kind of when she figures out, like, strategically if she wants to get to Ian that yes. she needs to. So now she's kind thing. of being ruled by strategy into this fake dating yes fake marriage which we love because they're obviously in love book two there's a lot of good sex a lot of good and i i think it's funny how the sexual tension between them is so high that they have to start being like oh well in this moment we'll just pretend like it's still like hawk and poppy whatever yes and that's sort of the the gateway oh i want so one of my favorite scenes in the whole series. Well, it's like a favorite sex scene, I guess. But the that counts. It does. Uh, the scene when they go to the is it like a pool? Yes. And they're just pretending. Oh, I, is that the one where she says that she doesn't want to pretend anymore, though? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, before I'm they getting like, jumbled. I don't know what. No, no, no that's exactly it. Right before they actually fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they've been pretending That's for, like, so the majority yeah. of the book. And they've been doing certain things, but they haven't, like, yeah. had sex again. And, and she says, like, can we be for real or something? And he says something to the effect of any time. Yeah, you know. she was like, I only want it if it's for real, essentially. Pitter-patter. 
And at this point, I, I finished book two the fastest. That This book two had a chokehold on me. It was my favorite po- as well. Yes. And at this point, Castile had slid into, I don't know exactly what spot. He's top three book boyfriends for me for sure. Yeah. Though. It's his wit. It's his charm. Yeah. The fan art. Look it up if you haven't. <sighs> lord please do it's the it's the empowering of the woman of the woman yeah like he being strong himself poppy gives like a big speech about how he's the first thing she's ever chosen and he's oh my god and he's like thank you for choosing me who does she give that speech to i think it was alistair and some of the other like woven who aren't buying it oh my god yes i forgot about that yeah and it's a beautiful speech and he is like i want to know if it was true what you said she won't say it and she won't say it and then he kind of basically confesses all the things that were true for him and mm-hmm. then she's like it was all true <sighs> okay screams but yeah that scene in the pool so hot yes i think book two is when we start getting tidbits about the joining too yep so we can all agree that we need a threesome right i just can't see why she would put this in the book repeatedly if she wasn't gonna have the payoff for it I mean, she's set it up already, and I feel like we'll talk about, but I feel like in book three, too, she gave things that were, like, breaking the barrier. Book three, we get even pushed further. We'll get to that. Other highlights from book two for me that just are other than the fantastic sex and the building of their relationship and the admitting that they're in love. The female warriors that are the mm-hmm. bloodline, uh, they're one of the Atlantean bloodlines. I just thought that was great. I don't know. It's really cool to see that women are the defenders of a world. Also her reaction to seeing that there are women. Mm-hmm. Yes. The rest of book two, most importantly, they're, they've decided they're actually in love. They're actually wanting to be married, not just for p- politics. So they're in that city? Yeah, it, I don't remember the name of it right now, but it's Atlantean soil. It's the first time they're on right. Atlantean soil. And prior, they're in the mist, and she's... Yeah, to get to Atlantia, you have to go through this mist that basically gives people severe delusions. It does her as well, but she has more power and control over the mist than other people, which kind of foreshadows the fact that she's a god. Yeah. Um. But anyway, they're there. She heals Beckett? yes she heals the kid Beckett that falls off the roof Mm -hmm. um and right after she gets on the Atlantean soil is like when her power starts increasing and she's like glowing and um coming into herself yes and suddenly she can heal people much more physically than she was ever able to and they decide that they need to get married then before going going to see his parents because he doesn't want them to give a reason to object yes so they do the marriage ritual. She wears the gorgeous dress. They have great sex again after. They share blood. It's Yeah, it's a blood ritual of sorts that leaves the imprint on their hands. They know each other's alive. And Nikdos, the god, blesses the marriage with right. like a message from the sky, which yes. never happens. Also, we get a battle scene. They fuck in, in a carriage. Well, the battle scene's really important because... Oh, yes. I mean, you know, the actual well, plot of the book. I'm sure. Not only do they fuck in the carriage, they fuck in the carriage where the dead queen is. Or not the dead queen. There's like a, yeah. Um, but there's a dead that. person. Oh, is it the duchess? Yeah, the duchess. <laughs> the dead duchess is in the carriage. Poppy's just killed her. 
heart the heart wants what it wants oh but yes i know what you're talking about i mean there. the fucking yes, yes which really I mean. is the most important part of the battle honestly like oh but what you're saying is she gets the weird message from her saying like the queen's gonna be happy that she is married to, to- castile and, and is gonna take atlantia and she's like what so that all takes place in Spess's end. It's before they've actually gone on their mission to actually reach Atlantia. They're to reach where his parents are within mm-hmm. Atlantia. Uh, Spess's end has been newly required. And newly acquired. Or reacquired? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Reclaimed. The Ascended keep kind of coming for them throughout this journey in different ways. They keep calling them that. Also, the dissenters that aren't wanting her to be queen are also pissed that she's there. So they just get attacked a lot in this book. But they do. Y'all know that. Uh, when we reach Atlantia and we meet his parents, this is a thing that I have for the third book. But I was like, Cass, stop fucking leaving her alone because every time he leaves oh her God, alone, I something know. bad happens. I know. She's lured away by supposedly beckett who's not beckett and a bunch was, of the townspeople try and stone her i was stressed at yeah. this point yeah and then she takes them down slaughters them murders them with her mind it's powerful queen of atlantia Cass's mom i believe her words are what have you brought back and all the wolven come down because she yeah. summoned them the gods are crying blood tears because sure there's so much happening. And that is the end of the second book. So big cliffhanger because... She says that the, the, the like last line is something about like she's the queen of Atlantia and she's returned or something. Yeah, they all kneel to her and I as the queen. And I shat myself. <laughs> yes. Even, like, even Queen Elona, however you say her name, kneels to her. Like everyone does. Mm-hmm. Wild. What's going on? They just tried to stone her. Now they're <laughs> kneeling to her as the queen. What? turn of events honestly i'm so sorry to anyone who had to wait between the second and third because i don't know how you did that i would have lost my mind yeah before we fully move on to from book two into some book three plot let's hit some highlights favorite moments other than what we've already talked about uh sure um i think a, a highlight for me is when um castile and poppy like wake up and he is in some sort of trance oh he's in his bloodlust trance yes because he hasn't fed um and then he's suddenly eating her out and she doesn't know what's going on she has her dagger ready to go per usual but she lets him go for it and then kiernan walks in and like has like growls at him like while he's been eating her out feeding on her um and then she's able to stop him i think because of her power and that's also when we find out that they're heartmates and that he has to feed off her they seemingly think it's heartmates yeah yeah. and then following that is when kiernan's like you gotta let him feed off you and she does yes and Mm -hmm. kiernan watches over while castile feeds on her um and it's she's like leaning against this is again where we say that jennifer jenny should we call her jenny from the block starts breaking down some barriers to to build up to the threesome that i know is gonna happen girly yeah it has to if they don't give us at least a threesome yeah (laughs) but castile's like feeding off of poppy and she's like leaned up against kiernan who i mean we stand kiernan he is always down to help them however and it is sexual so the crown of gilded bones book three all right we're not going to summarize all of the plots in book three because one of the issues with it 
for me actually was the fact that every other page was like a description of what was going on which I got we needed the pieces yeah I wanted them but a lot of it was inact it was reveals that then were later revealed to be false right I think we both would have preferred for them to hold off on some of the things like the whole like who's the daddy situation yeah um I think I would have rather them hold off on some of those reveals and then at the end it's like a big reveal right versus being like oh so you were lying earlier okay let me now catch up a lot of this book was like okay just have sex now (laughs) (laughs) shut up and fuck (laughs) no just kidding we really liked it (laughs) no I actually did love it like I loved it um but that would be my criticism for the book. So some of the early plot I'm not going to summarize other than the fact that she starts in the crypt thinking Cass is dead. That's a big thing. We learn about mm-hmm. Jansen Beckett as the changeling thing. We learn that. Alistair's piece of shit. Uh, Alistair's reasoning for all of this is that she's violent. Yeah, I just. It was fucked. It was not. It was ridiculous. Next. There was also a prophecy that they fixed it oh, on for yeah. a long time about her basically being psycho. They like t- help her escape and then yeah, she has so to she, get she dies ish ish. Oh, I do kind of have a bone to pick with her dying thing. Cass is about to kill Jansen, and Poppy has agreed to sit out the battle, but she's like, "Wait a minute, bitch! Um, I want to kill Jansen." That was selfish. It was not only selfish, but instead of just walking up and slicing his head off. They do the stupid thing where it falls to that she takes forever to kill him because she's got to give a speech and then she ends up shot. And it just bothered me because as she was giving the speech, I was like, girl, you're taking way too long. Like, we all know where this is going. Yep. Uh, We have to throw in some criticism because we loved this series. Yes. We all think that Cass has ascended her. Turns out that's not what happened. She has some bloodlust at the beginning. Tries to kill both of them. Yeah. Or eat both of them. Yeah. Hot. Well, and also her, is it her first bloodlust that I believe kind of turns into her fucking cast in front of Kiernan? Yeah, I think so. And he's like holding her back while she's like, well, he's, cast is basically inside of her at this point. Again, we stand that Kiernan was like, I got this. I'm going to watch over things we learn later like culturally isn't that weird for him which makes a lot more sense yeah when kiernan's in the room while she's eating and fucking off Cass, is wow i'm just gonna say if if i had a physical copy i would tap it i (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'll get you that for your birthday and i'm not not gonna reread it so that happens and they realize she's not ascended and her powers are actually just stronger for some kind of unex- uh, kind confused. of unexplained reason that almost honestly doesn't ever really get fully explained. But at least I don't think if someone has one, send it my way. Do you want more wine? Yes. On the, sorry. Brief intermission. This is like a moment where you take care of your friends because um, I perpetually am getting drunk before Sam because I'm just, we're both lightweights, but I am a lightweight. I wrote down that there's exploding purple people, which is a Um, funny way of saying the germ. The germ, when they kill them, explode purple. So, again, they're just being attacked a lot in this book. Uh, I was trying to recap for myself, like, who the people were. And I got to say, the germs were one of the first things to go in my recollection. Well, and the germs arrive with, like, an Alistair supporter. And he describes himself as, 
I am no one. I am everyone. Oh and I, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm fucking done with you. The Bye. audacity. <laughs> Irrelevant. Oh, she brings a kid back to life. That's cool. She does bring a kid back to life. This is when her powers are stronger. Everyone's like, you're glowing. And she's in denial. She's like, I didn't bring that kid back from death. And she for sure does. Oh, fun bit in this book. So in this town within Atlantia, they have running water and the oh, shower yeah. <laughs> when they like have shower sex, basically. Yes. So hot. Oh, so I, hot. I loved how, I loved the detail of the fact that in Solace, they have like oppressed the people by holding back like who gets um like running water right there's like an economic suppression and hierarchy among electricity and stuff um and i liked how she it was fun how she didn't believe that like she could just have a running hot bath and and when he told her about the concept of a shower she was floored yeah and And boy was her expectations (laughs) met and exceeded honey and i think that there's a scene where they shower with kiernan too it doesn't turn sexual but i, I thought was like, maybe it would i i thought it would i was hoping it would somebody told her that like the joint the joining doesn't have to be sexual and i was like i'm just gonna discard that piece of information it's honestly not relevant it has to be sexual it has to be also kind of cool that now the joining would be potentially to make Cass live Cass. as long as her mm-hmm. or to and then to like reunite Cass and kiernan's bond yeah did you have any opinion on the fact that Cass tried to ascend her? Uh, I mean, I, I guess it. it's not surprising because he was, like, going to do anything to save her. Yeah. If anything, um, it sort of made Malik kind of more simple. Like, you understand yeah. how the Ascended were created. Right. Yes, I, I did. Now that you say that, I really did like that parallel because yeah. it made that situation more Less just, like, yeah, but, more like, why did you make this abomination, you know? Right. And then they go to the, I don't know if it's a wedding or whatever. Yeah. They go to the ceremony of sorts. And this is when we find out that the wolven and, you know, I don't know if it's a, it is a wedding in general. I believe it's a wolven wedding. And they are a sexually free people. This reception is an orgy, everyone. Um, well, there's like a bunch of people that are like off to the side having sex and stuff. And we find out that it's acceptable to kind of be voyeurs. Right. And um, Lyra is in group sex like, sucking kiernan's dick on the dance floor and she's watching <laughs> there's no non-graphic way to say that unless i didn't i didn't remember that it was on the dance floor i thought they were like off to the side on a beach it's on the dance floor i'm pretty sure that That's one's on the better. dance floor there are people having like group beds, sex on the yeah. side in like tents i just and well and then, steals killing the dirty talk like and then she takes him off on the beach and she does the deed Girl, to I him. Don't, I don't blame you. No, I don't either. I don't either. And again, she thinks about Miss Willa's book, the sure. journal. Her sex ed. Her sex ed. Which, I guess while we're here, that scene, maybe I am interested in a sex party. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if it's written by Jenny but Jenny from the block. Um. Yeah, for real. This is where the alcohol is influencing our yeah. honesty a little bit, too, yeah. I've got to say. <laughs> editing but miss willa being also on the council that we later find out and being like a main leader and the seer who sent her to castile's room in the first place really cool (gasps) what a reveal when she's like i just knew you both were looking to live and i sent you oh my god miss willa yeah crazy we stan so 
she meets with Ian. Ian mm-hmm. uh, requests to meet with them. Ian is ascended. She wasn't sure. She wasn't sure, but meet. somehow has retained some of his logic and emotion enough to pass her a hint to try and help her. Confusing. Confusing indeed. So she doesn't have to kill him because she's planning to like put him out of his misery, if not, which, wow. Now they're sent on this mission to go get Niktos because they want his guards because Ian told her that. Niktos is like, Bitch, you had the power within you, essentially, but she doesn't understand. So, they leave. Queen. Whatever her name is. I think her name's, like, Elena. The Queen of Solace. The Blood Crown Queen. Has requested a meeting. And so, they're like, plan. It's time. It's go time. This is why we married. Act, like, kind of. We're going. And this is the big reveal. That Malik has actually been working with the Queen... At her side. So he's not been a prisoner like Cass was. We are, we're pretty sure. We're pretty, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know if he's I been guess. coerced or whatever, yeah. but he looks healthy. He looks fine. Yeah. Apparently the plan all along was that Poppy married him. Mm-hmm. So. Wrong brother. Yeah. Vampire um, Diaries. <laughs> right? Here's what I have to say about this whole end. There's just a lot of confusion happening. Mm-hmm. So she was maybe going to marry Malik. It's revealed that Queen Ilona is actually Isbeth, which Isbeth was Malek's mistress, who he supposedly ascended. But didn't. Plot twist, she was never actually ascended, just pretending to be ascended, because what people didn't realize about Malek, Malek was actually a god, because Niktos is what's called a primal god. So then he could, like, make another one, which was Malik and his twin Iris. So then Malik, in his attempt to ascend Isbeth, which isn't possible for a god, made her a godlike thing by giving her his blood. We're a little confused. They don't really clarify what she is exactly. Like, they say gods can only be right. born, not made, but also... But she can walk in sun. She's not ascended. She's that we know immortal. She, yeah, is also Poppy's mother, if I didn't say that. So you're led to believe that, okay, Poppy's a child of Isbeth and Malik because they're the heartmates who had the affair. But no, Isbeth also was fucking around on Malik, slept with his brother. Twin brother. Twin brother Irez, or Irez, or however you say his name, which is not revealed to Poppy until, like, even the end. So again, just so many, so many reveals that actually mean nothing. Right. In this process, we realize that because... Erez was a god, her father. And because Isbeth is godlike, they actually produced another god instead of, like, a deity, which I think comes if they fuck a mortal. I don't know. The, this part's not fully explained, so, hey, if I'm piecing this together wrong, please let, let us know. Let us know. Send us a study guide for book four. <laughs> I'd love to know. But I think god fucking godlike makes god child. So now... Poppy's like, wait a minute, after all this back and forth of deity, Atlantean... Revenants. Well, revenants are another thing. (laughs) Poppy's a god. But Isbeth is like, bitch, you don't want to go to war because we have revenants. Revenants. Which are unkillable, essentially, except for with god fire. You know who has god fire? Other than Poppy, with her mental powers, she does have it. Also, Nitos' guards, the Draken. 
except for being one of the two living two three I guess living descendants of Nikdos alive who is a god she actually has power over these guards becomes important because the remnants or whatever oh also Ian dies (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's not funny but it just it's there's so much happening yeah 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 and Castile and oh wait yeah Castile's been taken so she's important yeah a lot of this is because Castile's been taken she's trying to figure out how to not give up Atlantia I was really pissed when you did that. Like, I under... Also, I guess I didn't clarify that they officially crowned her queen. We never said that. But we all yeah, know that. Yeah, she decided... They decided to take the crown. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's a god. I feel like at All that the wolvens are responding to her. What are you gonna do? Um, but... Yeah, I, uh... I was mad at Castile because I just was like, y'all are a team. Let's not split up. And then we split up. So the end of the book, she raises the guards... She meets with the Blood Crown King. She burns all the revenants to death. And she beheads the king, takes the crown, and sends the message to the queen. Right. The point is... <laughs> the point is, literally every other note for me is like, oh my god, this is the father. Oh, psych. Nope, Not this the is the father. Yeah, I don't... It's like watching a bad episode of Maury. <laughs> fantasy Maury except for it was great and actually fantastic no it was great it's just so much at the end when the pieces do fall together it's amazing and we also have to remember that Cass's mom knew the whole time about Isbeth and was just being an asshole yeah just because she didn't want to admit that Isbeth won which feels petty yeah feels like some information they could have used wow my thing Book four. All right. Okay. Yeah, what do we... I feel like I don't have any theories for book well, four because I... they're clearly setting up for the war. Yeah. I'm hoping that there's a lot less plot explanation, to be honest. Right. Because I feel like now I know what the world is. Like, we have all of it set, except for the certain things that I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I really Some hope... Some kind of rescue for him. The good thing is, every time Poppy's been kidnapped, they get her back really fast. Which yeah. I love because I want her in yes. cast. So I'll be really upset if Cass has gone for too long. I will be very upset because he's quite literally my reason for being... I'm, I'm trying to think, is there any reason why we might need the joining? I know. That's a good point, like, to justify it. Mm. Don't know. Maybe he'll be weak and we'll think about it. He needs saving from two bloods. Yeah. Uh, do we know how many books are in going to be in the series, as I said? We don't I know. don't. It feels like four would wrap it up, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I forget. Have I told you? There is this, another series that's like in this world. Did oh, you know really? That? I, I think didn't it's know called that. Shadow and the Ember. Oh, oh, I have heard of this. Yeah. Um. So. We haven't read that. So no. I guess maybe we could be. We could. I've heard. Uh, the reviews are also raving. So. Listen, I'm sold on anything Jenny from the Block is writing right now because <laughs> yes. I love this shit. Even though, like I said, the plot was a little wild so fun and it does come together it does and boy do they come together the only request for book four is that they have a threesome really like jenny if we you... don't want castile gone for too long that's no. point a point b is 
threesome it can be for fun i don't care if it's the joining honestly it's probably better because sometimes they were talking about how like they were tied to the, each other's lives and i was like that sounds like maybe not a great because what if no. gets yeah killed? well i felt like there was going to be risk there yeah so but you're asked for buying this book the day it comes out which we think is march 15th not to like yeah. promo the book but i'm sure if you're listening you're gonna read it and we'll do an episode just on that once we read it yes we're hoping that we'll be able to release it pretty quickly after yeah. but we're really excited so is there anything else we need to add on Blood and Ash other than we just we I don't think we said enough how no. much we love Castile. I know we've yeah. said it. I just yeah, I love him. I love his personality. I love everything about him. I love that he loves that she's likes to have her dagger, everything. Yeah. There's like some really cute scenes with him like f- like finding the dagger for her and I know. There's a lot of jokes about how he she stabbed him. They're cute. Which yeah. we love our little stabbing poppy. Oh my god, you know what's the one thing that bothers me about this series? And I don't know if this stands out to you. It's it's actually just like a statement about books in general because it's not just a series. But I hate when somebody asks a question in a book and someone goes, that's a really random question because <gasps> was he, but I, I didn't, yes, oh, I and they do it. was it just, because I know it becomes a joke that she asks questions. I think it's supposed to be a personality trait, but it's But a couple times annoying. he says that like the question's random and the question didn't feel that random to me. But have you ever, have you ever said that to somebody when they asked you a question, even if it was like no? But you know what? Field? Other people have said it to me, and oh, okay. I have found it annoying. So it's an annoying statement, but we just maybe it doesn't happen all that often in real life. But right. I mean, I get the fact that I love that she's so curious. Maybe it's just because we talk all the time and we accept that like the boundaries are <laughs> there's no boundaries. Mel and I will just text each other the most random question in the world, and yeah. it's fine. That was my one thing. Is- yeah, I like the jokes of when they're like, she's like, I have questions, and they're like, of course, of you course, do. yeah, that's fine, that's cute. But the part where they're like, that was random. Yeah, because like they're of- like in the temple, and she like asks a question about the gods or something. Yeah. Um, I'm giving the series a five-star rating overall. Absolutely, me too. Like we said, maybe we need to read the offshoot within the same world. That'd be fun to read something to yeah. where the world's more established, yeah. but new characters. In the jo- If the joining doesn't happen, fan fiction will make it happen. And that's my final thought. <laughs> actually, though, actually, if it doesn't happen, we will we will find the fanfic. Somebody will carry the torch. <laughs> yep. That was our episode on From Blood and Ash series. You can email us at litonliteraturepod at gmail.com with your thoughts and your opinions. Also, you know, hit us with any of your theories for book four or requests for other books. Comments, concerns, we'll read them on the episode where we talk about book four if you want to. Yes. Uh, We're trying to let people know what book we're reviewing or giving our opinions on next week. Next week's episode will be on from luke off with love get excited email us with any requests anything else mo that's all we love you castile okay signing off signing off bye